This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. On his way to the end zone. I'll tell you what, that was a spectacular play. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. What a play! Off to the races! Some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, Heath, and Ben. What's up? Welcome to the show, the Saturday Mailbag, including the Fantasy Cops, a.k.a. Taysom Hill just lost tight end eligibility in my league. What do we do now, show? That's what today's show is all about. A lot of questions coming in about that, and we'll get to them. Adam Azer, our sleazy dwarf, and Jamie Eisenberg here. And uh, for the first time since Thanksgiving, here's Frank Stample. What's up, Frank? Yo, what's up? I love how I got this grand introduction, right? Like it's some kind of game show host. What's going on, guys? I like how you say first time since Thanksgiving. Like, Well, yeah, because, because you know I'm going to ask him how his Thanksgiving was. I know, but it's like he's just said first time since last week. I guess so. I guess so. Frank, <laughs> uh, Frank. He's been on with you since since last week. And it's true. Hey, Frank, forget about your Thanksgiving. How has your entire week been? It's gone well. Busy on the fantasy baseball today front. Uh, obviously working on some football stuff. Thanksgiving was great. I thought the, the football was entertaining. Obviously not as people around as, uh, as I'm used to, but uh, got to hang out with the parents and uh, they gave me a bunch of leftovers. So I, I can't what complain. A, what a political well. answer. The football was terrible. The football was terrible. Those games were dreadful. But from a fantasy perspective, like Will Fuller went off. That was awesome. Deshaun Watson. A lot of the, well, Zeke oh, well. stunk. So awesome for you, great. maybe. Yeah. Not for everyone. I did well in DFS, so it worked out. Oh, good. Good, good, good. All right. So we got your Apple Podcast questions, and we've got your uh, fantasy cops and your emails, fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. I got to most of the Apple Podcast questions, not all of them, but I do appreciate all those comments. I also didn't see a ton of news yet. We're doing this a little bit earlier than we usually do. But uh, Todd Gurley and Julio Jones were not seen at practice, correct? Not seen at practice on Friday? That is correct. Okay. So, and Julio is pretty tall, so you'd probably see him if you were there. But did anybody pick up Brian Hill? Is that a thing right now? Yes, it should be a thing. I mean, the Raiders give up a lot of touchdowns to running backs, and the Falcons running backs, Gurley in particular, scores a lot of touchdowns. So, I think he's a flex. You know, I mean, obviously, if you're the Todd Gurley manager, you want to have some replacement. And, you know, he's going to probably see in the neighborhood of, my guess, is 15 touches, if not more. Uh, we don't know what Edo Smith's role will be, Kadri Allison, what his role will be. But Brian Hill is their, you know, second leading uh, carry leader. He's the second in carries on the team. I'll phrase that correctly eventually. Um, <laughs> second leading, he, what was uh, it? Second I, he's second on the team in carries. Yeah, I know. What did you say originally? Second, he's their second leading carrier. Second leading carrier. Okay. Um, and he, but he does lead them in yards per carry, which is important for you. Of course. Well, he's probably he's probably better than Todd Gurley. He might be. He hasn't done very much for fantasy, but this is his opportunity. Okay. Yeah. So pick him up. I think you can drop Samaj P. Ryan. Right? Is uh, Geo making progress? I saw a report that Geo's expected to play Sunday. Gio was at practice on Friday. He has not officially cleared the concussion protocol, but that seems to be just the next procedural thing. But you should do it anyway, I would say, right? I mean, if you because who knows? Maybe Todd Gurley plays. Maybe he does. Maybe he misses multiple games. Uh, and I think you'd be more excited about Brian Hill than Samaj P. Ryan, right? Yes. Let's, oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, other than that, Philadelphia right tackle Lane Johnson is out four to five months with an ankle injury. What a rough year it's been for him. When he's played, he's been playing hurt. 
and he's missed time, and now he needs ankle surgery. So did you hear what he said? No, he said his ankle collapsed Oy. in the middle. Oh, it just it sounds so painful. Yes, yeah. oh, that's bad. Frank, what's your worst sports injury? You probably had some sports injuries. You're sporty. Yeah, a couple of months ago, I was on crutches because All I right. sprained my ankle playing basketball. So I thought I broke it. So I, I went into a urgy center, and apparently it was just a really bad sprain. But I was on crutches for like a month. Do you feel like kind of a, wi- a wuss right now because Lane Johnson has an ankle injury that he said it collapsed and he needs surgery and he's out four to five months, and you're here like completely unprompted just complaining about your ankle injury? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> okay. You shouldn't. Kyler Murray expected What's to What's your worst injury? I was riding my bike when I was in like sixth grade, and I tripped over this rock and broke my arm. Is that a true story? It sounds yeah, like you're making that up. It's a true story. <laughs> it's a true story. These people had these stones on their grass because they didn't want people to park on their grass. But one of them was, you know, jutting out into the street and it got me, it tripped me up. And uh, yeah, broke my arm. Broke my arm. Jamie had thumb surgery, right? Um, I, I dislocated my thumb. I did not have surgery on it, but it was painful getting placed back, uh, putting back in place. I broke my pinky, which I had surgery on twice. Oh, that. That's what I mean. Um, yeah. So I have uh, hand hand problems. Um, I have some news for you. Okay. Like some news. About your hand? The Jaguars. Uh-huh. The Jaguars, with the great Mike Glennon starting quarterback, will not have DJ Chark or Chris Conley. Both have been ruled out. <clears throat> oh, gosh. And the Packers will probably not have Mark Wesvaldis-Gantley. Oh, oh, okay. So what do we think about Alan Lazard in that case? I think it's a good opportunity for Lazard and probably a better opportunity for Robert Tanyan. Who? Tanyan. Who's Tanyan. that? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Who's left for the Jaguars? Are we looking at Keelan Cole and is Chenault back? For I have not seen a status update on LaVisca. That's what I was looking for. I've not seen anything on LaVisca Chenault. So, yeah. Not that it really matters. I mean, it's Mike Lennon, right? No, but it may not be great for James Robinson just knowing that welcome to uh, a lot of coverage. Yeah. I mean, the one thing I expect from Glennon is I looked into the last time he started, weeks one to four in 2017. He threw 31% of his passes in those games to running backs. So we could just see more targets for James Robinson. Not that That he'll be efficient. Good stuff. That would be great. I'm going to give you three options here. Dolphins, Jets, Browns, Jaguars, Giants, Bengals. What is the worst game on the slate this week? The one that you just have no interest in seeing, basically. What'd you say? Dolphins, Jets, Jags, Browns? Yeah, and Bengals, Giants. Oh, boy. Probably the Giants, Bengals, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Um, although, you know what the Browns games are. It's just handoff, handoff, handoff. Right, right. Snooze. Yeah, that's the worst one. The one thing about the Jets, Dolphins one is at least you have the two high-profile quarterbacks to see how Darnold does coming back into a maybe rebound. Yeah, you excited about that, Jets fan, Frank? Um, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who gives them a better chance to lose at this point. It might be Sam Darnold, so let's go. Tank for Trevor. I'm going to tell a story that I think is probably not a good story, but I'm going to tell it anyway, and you can tell me. Let me just see. Um, yesterday... Yesterday or Thursday, I was watching the Lions game 
for the first time ever, I was like sitting down on the couch watching the game with my son. He's two, almost two and a half. And, uh, you know, he's, he says football. The other uh, few weeks ago, I was watching a Hurricanes game and we scored and I went, go baby. And he started going, go baby. So that was funny. But um, this time I was watching the game with him and trying to teach him about the game. And so I was trying to teach him about run plays versus pass plays. So the Lions had gotten the ball. I don't know if you remember this drive. Opening drive of the second of the third quarter. And I'm like, all right, let's see if they're going to run it or they're going to pass it. And I'm like, oh, they're going to run, 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 go forward. And I'm trying to, you know, show them the difference. Here's the game log for that drive. Adrian Peterson up the middle. Adrian Peterson up the middle. Adrian Peterson up the middle. Peterson up the middle. Peterson right tackle. Carry on Johnson right tackle. Carry on Johnson left tackle. Johnson right tackle. Adrian Peterson right tackle. I think they ran it 10 times in a row. No joke to start the drive. And they finally go to pass. And Matthew Stafford runs. He scrambles. <laughs> and at that point, my son had completely lost interest, got off the couch, went away, did something else. We watched like 11 plays. They did not pass the ball once. And that reminded me of the Browns. Okay. Sorry. Sorry for the bad story. That was good. Okay. Thank you. Apple Podcast questions. Here we go. Uh, from Danny Mack. Grade the trade. Kamara and C.D. Lamb for Josh Jacobs, Will Fuller, and Robbie Anderson. Kamara and Lamb for Jacobs, Fuller, and Anderson. I think the only way you can make this trade is if you're concerned about Kamara's whatever lingering injury he dealt with last week and didn't look great with Taysom Hill because he's clearly he's worth Jacobs and, um, and Fuller, Fuller probably by himself. Probably by himself. Fuller is really just like a star right now, though. Mm-hmm. He's awesome, but I mean, when Kamara's right, he's the best running back, or you know, one and one A with Dalvin Cook at this point. Yeah. So, I think you'd rather have still Kamara, but it's a it's a fair deal if you're concerned about Kamara's you know injury and play with Taysom Hill. I know Jacobs is banged up as well, so that's something we have to keep in mind. True. But I I think it's it's probably a C, and I would like it more if it's a deeper league where you you need depth and you are getting the three. I mean, accumulative pieces I would say are are better than just a Kamara and CeeDee Lamb, but better in a deeper league. CeeDee Lamb at this point, we talked about this, Frank, on on the Friday podcast, is borderline droppable. I mean, you know, just with what they look like the last two weeks, you know, I mean, he scored last week, but it wasn't great against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the game against, you know, it, it's I, it's so hard, though. I, you know, I want to revisit that, I guess, because if he catches that ball in the end zone, he did have seven targets. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The yards are so low at this point. Um, For the record, I did not say drop him. That was you and Dave. I didn't say to drop him. I said, "Is he droppable?" No, oh, maybe it was Dave. I think he. I think he is. Kind of, I'm glad I sat him. You know, I told you on Wednesday I was sitting him for Sterling Shepard. So shh, the bar's pretty low there. All right, from Edward Vento, who should I start at, at a flex in a PPR league? Gus Edwards, Curtis Samuel, or David Montgomery? What's the Pardon. format? Points per reception. Point mm-hmm. per reception. I will go with... I'll go with David Montgomery. Over Gus, Edwards. Curtis Samuel, or Montgomery? Yeah, I'll over Edwards. Edwards. I think it's close, but I expect David Montgomery to get three catches? Three, four catches? I don't know if Edwards is going to do anything in the pass game, but we'll see. It's, it's hard to say because RG3 is a wild card now. Yep. You know, in terms of what uh what he'll do so I, I still say edwards though if they get the game in zach from western massachusetts 
uh, grade the trade at half PPR two quarterback league. I currently have the second seed and Christian McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs, DeAndre Swift, Miles Gaskin, and Gallman. So he's got pretty good Play running backs. Uh, you know, I don't want to kill it. There'll be time. There'll be time for it. So grade the trade. I gave up Antonio Gibson and DJ Chark and Taysom Hill for Lamar Jackson and Allen Robinson. Two QB league. Gave up Gibson, Chark, and Taysom Hill for Lamar Jackson and Allen Robinson. I like that quite a bit. B plus? Super flex league? Yeah, two QBs, but sure. I don't know. I mean, what's Lamar Jackson's status now? He's got the two seed, though, so he's going to make the playoffs. uh, He just hasn't looked good, though. All right, let's give it a grade. C, I guess. From D. Wismer. Dear Matt, Jim, Trent, and Warren. Jim, Trent, and Warren. Hmm. I have a strong team, but I'm in a must-win mode right now. Help me set my lineup. Pick three wide receivers. Michael Thomas, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Darius Slayton, Tyler Boyd, and Pittman. (laughs) Thank you, Frank. All right, pick three. Thomas, Godwin, Brown, Slayton, Antonio Brown, Slayton, Boyd, Pittman. Thomas and Godwin are the easy ones. I agree. I might go Pittman just to split up the Bucs. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bucks. I'll go with Thomas and the Bucks. The targets will be there. That's the one thing you can count on. You know, it's just a matter of will they all be successful. They were last week in PPR. Can they do it again? Um, it, it, it's it's not a bad call. And it's such a great game environment, too. It's just, it's yeah. not, you're not in a bad place if you're starting multiple people in that game. Right. I mean, the one time, though, we did see Pittman against the Titans. He beat them up, you know, 100 yards in the air and then the 21 yards on the ground. Uh, to answer your earlier question, LaVisca Chenault is playing. Pick two running backs, Sanders, Hunt, Geo, Montgomery. Sanders and Hunt. Yeah, I yeah, I think that's pretty straightforward. Who the heck are Jim, Matt, Jim, Trent, and Warren? Hmm. Okay. Matt, Jim, Trent, and Warren. Yeah. The only Warren I know is Sap. Moon. Oh, yeah, then it's probably quarterbacks. There are Trent more... Green. Uh, I'll Google it. Okay, from Joe Mart. Pick two. Oh, these are Raiders quarterbacks. Hey, Daryl, Jim, Kenny, Rich, and Derek. Raiders quarterbacks. Good, I didn't want to get stumped again. Thank you. Pick two in PBR. Savan Ahmed, Kenyon Drake, DJ Moore, Daryl Henderson, or Chase Edmonds? Uh, Probably Ahmed and Drake. Ahmed did practice on Friday. Uh, Miles Gaskin, I believe, was limited. Yeah, I would say if... Gaskin is out and Ahmed plays. I would want him to be one of them. Uh, and then Kenyon Drake, probably. But if Gaskin plays, then I would. I think I would go with Drake and DJ Moore. All right, next question is from Matt. Oh, you know, I'll take DJ Moore over Drake. From, uh, from Matt, PPR Guillotine League. All right, dear Bart, Brett, and Aaron. Those are Packers quarterbacks. Oh, God, yeah, I'm thinking there's a Bart Boone. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, all right, down to five people in his guillotine league. Russell Wilson or Justin Herbert, and then sit one. Oh, DeAndre Swift is the answer there. But uh, Russell Wilson or, or Herbert? Herbert. I'm going to go Wilson. Break the tie, uh, Adam. I'm going to go Herbert. 
by the way, that team in the, the, the one that was knocked out, the guy with the money, there's no way he's losing. What do you mean? The guy oh, the oh he got everyone? No he got everyone. <laughs> Wait, he has, am, I gonna, the, am I going to go Herbert over Wilson? I have that to, choice to make in one league, and I'm playing Herbert. I, I think just what we saw from Russell Wilson last week, I think we're going to see again where it's a little bit more conservative Russ. I just don't think they're going to be able to run the ball as, as effectively as they did last week. But I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Her- Herbie. All right, from uh, that, I mean, that that's gonna be you want to talk about a fun game? That game should be awesome. What Eagles Seahawks? No Bills. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, Bills Chargers should be great. All right, let's go a little faster here. We're never gonna finish. Um, okay, from Ethan, grade the trade. I'm nine and two. I'm nine and two. This is a non PPR league. I gave up Gaskin, Godwin, Gibson, and Taysom Hill. Gaskin, Godwin, Gibson, and Taysom Hill for A.J. Brown. Taysom Gill. Yeah, right? Yeah. And for A.J. Brown and James Conner. Move, you gave up too much. Yeah. That is a lot of depth to give up. I mean, depth, it's better you give up the better running back to get a worse one. Yeah, that's also true. D plus. He was doing it to get A.J. Brown, but we don't like it. All right, from Chris, dear... O oh, one one and two or zero one one and two. I'm on the outside of the playoff bubble, looking in, and I need a lot of a lot of help here. So, give me a quarterback: Wentz, Golf, or Taysom Hill. Taysom, go Yolo. Give, yeah, give me yeah, a running back. Give me a running back: Drake, Gallman, or Mostert. Gallman. That's not the right song. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> that's too loud i think you gotta make the face it's only Go. good when you make all right i'll make the face i'll make the face next time and give me a wide receiver alan robinson robert woods uh what do you got woods yeah i'm cool with that and a flex alan robinson drake or mostert holy crap we have to set this guy's entire uh-huh. yeah uh mostert i will go with robinson uh, this is from P.O. Student. Fantasy Cops. I guess I could get the... Nope, that's the wrong... <laughs> I mean, how are you doing this? They're on like a different page. I have to hit the scroll button. Dear Tommy, Chuck, Angelica, and Dill. Those are Rugrats. Need some regulation on an issue that went down in my league last week. Make a long story short, I was two games out of the playoffs playing a team that was 1-9 and had not set a lineup in weeks. The commissioner uh, is one of the other people with me in contention. And before game time, the commissioner either messaged the manager or used his powers to set the one and nine teams lineup. Subsequently, I lost and now will play the only other guy in contention with the commissioner with him now in a good place to go. That was a long run on sentence. But the commissioner either set this lineup or alerted the one and nine team. And was this an illegal move or just a scummy move? And uh, what do you guys think? That's pretty low, man. Um, but if you can't prove that the commissioner was the one that set the lineup, I think you just kind of got to live with it. What if you can prove it? Oh, that's pretty messed up. Um, yeah, it's tough. I mean, like Will Brinson is not setting his lineup in the two quarterback league, but <laughs> I've already taken advantage of that. I had a terrible week a few weeks ago and I beat him because he started like Sam Darnold and four players on a bye. Because he gave up. 
So Are you calling out Will? You're narking on Will? I'm just saying that would be like Jamie setting Will's lineup this week or telling Will to set it and it wouldn't really be fair. So I see who Will's playing. Not me. (laughs) It's much worse if the commissioner set the lineup for him. That's true. Um, Unless he's been doing that all season long. He hasn't been. I think that's kind of what was implied. Had not set a lineup in weeks. Will is playing Heath. Oh, Heath's terrible in that league too, I think. Yeah, no playoff implications there. Oh, okay. That's the... uh, That's the... Jets. No, there's no there's no game this week. Is there any game this week with no playoff implications? Anyway, what are we doing? Yeah, what are we it doing? Was yesterday it was Giants, um, Lions, and Texans. True. What are we doing? Are we are we giving this guy the win? Are we accepting the results? Unless How do you know he would have won if the person didn't set their lineup though? Either, unless you go back I guess and calculate you figure it. that out. All right. Well, thanks. It's hard to say. I think you just have to accept the results. Okay, accept the results, get a new commissioner, kick him out of the league. From J.J. Hankey. Mr. Hankey. Dobbins or Montgomery rest of season? Man, that's tough because you may not have Dobbins for week 13. Or you can drop T. Higgins for Dobbins. Uh, I mean, if you have the receiver depth, that might be something to do if you need the running back help because we just don't. I mean, T. Higgins may still be awesome with Brandon Allen or he may be a total dud. He's better at running back than he is receiver. McCaffrey, Davis, Mostert, Connor, and Robinson. So he's got Montgomery and Higgins on his team. He wants to pick up Dobbins. What do you hot? What do you do, Hotshot? Pop quiz, Hotshot. Um, I mean, I probably would rather have Montgomery right now, but that's hard to say because Montgomery's so bad. Like Dobbins' upside is better. Yeah, it is super close, but. I think I like the upside of Dobbins. Yeah, more. let's go with Dobbins here. Let's have fun because you got your starting running backs. Frank, do you know? Is, though, like, put it this way: if you if you're staring at the waiver wire right now, right, and you see Dobbins, Montgomery, and Higgins, who are you picking up first? Dobbins. Uh, well, for this player, this this fantasy manager doesn't need to start any of these guys. So in that case, I go Dobbins. But if I needed to start someone, it'd be Montgomery. Right. Yeah. But I, I think, I think well just said. just in general, like if not just this guy, but just in general, like if you see guys on the waiver wire, like who are you picking up first? Um, same same answer, I'm sure. You yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like, him. it's such a shame because Dobbins, did they give him the job last week? We won't know. We won't be able to back it up this week. But that was really right. exciting. We may not see Dobbins till week 14. I mean, it's a very realistic scenario. Okay, from two bits, pick two. Robert Woods, A.J. Brown, or Allen Robinson? The first two. Yeah, Woods and A.J. Brown. Colin from Detroit, start two, half PPR. Michael Thomas, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson, Christian Kirk, and Pittman. First thing is tough. Um, Michael Thomas, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson, Christian Kirk, Michael Pittman. And PPR, you said, right? Half. I'd probably start Thomas and Moore. Yeah. I like I like all three, but... The thing with Deontay Johnson is if he doesn't score, he'll be okay. I think Thomas, I'll buy into what he did last week with the 12 targets from Taysom Hill. Yeah, I'll go Thomas and Deontay. From Raul, hey, Clint, Ernie, Norm, and Sam. All right, let's make our way through this PPR world today. Pick three out of four. There's no way you watch that show. Love that show. Did you really? Loved it. Well, I watched it with my brother. It's his favorite show. There's no chance that 
Frank knows. Oh, what Frank has no idea. Is that was that Cheers that you were singing? Yes, yeah, yeah. I was singing Cheers. I used to watch Nick at Night back in the day. What were your Nickelodeon shows growing up? Because I'm not sure if you got the Rugrats reference earlier. Oh no, I loved Rugrats. Rugrats was big. Uh, was Rocket Power on Nickelodeon? I don't know. I don't know that show. All right. Oh. There, let's here. We'll make us a, a mini wager. If Frank knows this answer, he I'll, I won't answer the next three questions. If if Frank doesn't know the answer, he can't answer the next three questions. <laughs> <laughs> what okay. team? What team did Sam Malone pitch for? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just do one. one you would have you would have rooted against him, Frank. One question: You're banned from the Red Sox. Yeah, he pitched for the Red Sox. All right, pick three out of four. Cheers is in Boston. What do you think this did he pitch for? He he doesn't know who Sam Malone is. Oh uh, yeah, no, I I remember the uh, theme song, but the characters, no way, no chance. Yeah. All right, Keenan Allen, Allen Robinson, Robert Woods, DJ Moore. Who are you sitting? Oh boy, Allen Robinson. Okay, rest of season. Who who would you who would be last there? Moore. Uh, no, it might be Robinson. Please do not ask us if you should sit Keenan Allen. You should never sit Keenan Allen. God, he's that is that is honestly the one call I'd love to have back from the preseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but to be, to be fair, his situation changed after the first week of the season, and we didn't obviously like we didn't know Herbert was going to be awesome. A hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. But still, it's like I go back and look at him like, oh my god, that's uh, ugh. <laughs> yeah, I well, think for ex- some players, you just got to bet on talent, right? Like. It, same thing with Stefan Diggs. Like if I don't I don't know if you guys were specifically down on Diggs. Oh, but I was. Yeah, I was. I wasn't down on Diggs. I was down on the passing situation and just the fact that the Bills every single year are this ground and pound team. They do not throw the ball a lot. And that's why I was down on Stefan Diggs and Deshaun Watson as well. If I had known that Bill O'Brien was going to get fired, it would have changed things for me because they are finally letting him throw more and he's on first down. It's big. He's incredible. But, yeah, I, uh, I, I just figured Bill O'Brien, no matter what, he's just stubborn. He just loves to run the football. So that's been a huge change for him. All right, um, three, more, three more Apple podcasts and the Fantasy Cops. From Niners for Life. So not really, a fa- not really fantasy related, but how come every time I go to the rankings, Dave and Jamie are much higher on all of my players than Heath is? It's really annoying, that's all. <laughs> Heath likes good Heath hates bad Heath hates good players <laughs> well said uh, from JMT Tompy dear Phil Rodney Mark and Chris those feel like giants Jamie Mark, Phil, yeah. Phil Sims Rodney Hampton now is that an overlap Mark Bavaro I don't know who Chris would be all right. Chris Sims. Chris Sims. Was he on that team with Phil Sims? No. I don't know if Haas, I don't know if Sims and uh, Hampton overlapped, but we shall see. Okay. Google is giving me Dr. Phil as the answer. Best podcast, hands down. Thank you. I was offered AJ Brown for Miles Sanders in my dynasty league. What do you think? Oh boy. I'd rather have AJ Brown. I think in Dynasty when you have players this close and like talent level and just rank in general, you probably want to lean with the wide receiver. hundred percent. Cause they have a longer shelf life. Savan Ahmed is out this week. Miles Gaskin and not Brian Flores, non-committal on Tua Tungavailoa and Miles Gaskin. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I will take AJ Brown though in that 
dynasty question. As for the Dolphins, man, you know, it would actually help Devontae Parker a ton if Ryan Fitzpatrick started. It would help my two QB league, too. That's really what I'm focused on right now. Just selfish, selfish stuff. And uh, the leftover Thanksgiving food I'm going to eat soon. All right, starter sit from Petey. Pick three, Deontay Johnson, Brandon Cooks. Hope you started him. Raheem Mostert and Jonathan Taylor. So let's say, let's say he started Cooks. You got to sit one. Deontay, Mostert, or Taylor? I think it's super close between Mostert and Taylor. I, I'll sit. I'll sit Taylor, though. I would sit Mostert. Okay. I just hit the Fantasy Cops music, but my fader was all the way down. So this has been a real production nightmare today. All right, here we go from Dominic. Let me set the stage for you here from what I've gathered based on the emails I've gotten about Taysom Hill. You could have played him on ESPN as a tight end last week. They took away his tight end eligibility. However, if you had him in your lineup as a tight end and you do not make any roster moves, any lineup changes at the very least, I don't know about add drops, but any lineup changes, you can technically leave him in as a tight end in a pretty cheap... It's, it's, like, it's like leaving someone on IR when they come off IR. If you don't take them out of the spot. You know, you can kind of do that on CBS, sort of. It's, it's cheap, but people do it. So here we go. From Dominic. Our league has a team that's refusing to take Taysom Hill out of the tight end spot. The league has voted 6-1 to one in favor of him having to take Hill out of tight end. Three teams have not responded. The Hill manager said that the vote is not unanimous and that making changes without a unanimous vote at the end of the season is unfair. Oh my God, that is pathetic. That is so not what's happening here. The league has agreed that it is affecting competitive balance. His response is that we don't force teams to take players out of their lineup that are on the IR. We let them take the zero. He also says that with Hill in his lineup, he can't make any moves. So he's not playing his optimal lineup. Instead, he's starting Ben Roethlisberger over Josh Allen. That's the way he had it last week, so he can't make that change. And he also said that if he's to take Hill out, he wants Hawkinson put in the tight end spot. But the commissioner said that the player already locked Hawkinson on his bench because he played on Thursday, so he can't do that. The Hill manager has decided to play the rest of the season with Hill in his tight end spot and the roster as is. Wow. And the Hill owner has agreed to let the fantasy cops make the final decision to whether he should have to take Hill out of the tight end spot. If they've determined that if you leave Hill in your tight end spot as a site that you can keep your lineup as is and he wants to play it out that way, that is within his right to do so. I don't know that they've determined that you can do that. I think that it's technically an illegal lineup, but it's like, it's okay. It'll still count. It's I mean, like they stripped it's an illegal lineup, but it's an illegal lineup. They stripped him of his eligibility, you know? I, I'm not, I don't think ESPN is like endorsing this. I think this is a loophole that people are exploiting. Yeah. I, I don't think they're endorsing it either. And I don't want to speak about somebody else's site and what they're doing. But I, I think if in the league play, if they have allowed him to stay with his current lineup as is, and he chooses to play that out, which means if Ben Roethlisberger does not play and this game is not played or he has any other Ravens or Steelers or somebody gets hurt, he is running that risk of taking a zero at this point. So he's putting himself at a potential disadvantage by doing that. Mm-hmm. But well, I think we have to think broadly and give everyone in this situation. And there are, I promise you, there are a lot. Because I got like five or six emails about it. 
everyone in this situation that's playing on ESPN and has a fantasy manager in his or her league that's keeping Taysom Hill at tight end and not making any changes to their to their lineup. What are that's we telling them? Right. Okay, I don't agree personally. I think that my advice would be for this particular case, you force him to take Taysom Hill out of tight end and you give him Hawkinson. I do think that's fair, even though Hawkinson played. That's if that what, is the ruling, then yes, I think that is fine if you're going to force him to take out Taysom Hill. But I think in terms of if ESPN is allowing his lineup to be considered legal and he does not want to change it, then he doesn't have to change it. Okay, so I guess it sort of comes down for Jamie. It kind of comes down to the way ESPN is saying, you know, is allowing it. Frank, what is your take here? I lean closer to you that it it is a loophole. And I think that originally my first thought was, look, Taysom Hill, they took his tight end eligibility away. You got to get him out of that spot. But the fact that this manager is willing to leave Taysom Hill in that spot all season long, like if that's something that they agree agree on, you have to realize Drew Brees is going to be back at some point, so we think, and Taysom Hill is going to be go back to his usual role that he had before, and he's not going to be good for fantasy at that point. So I don't know that that, that manager is taking that into account as well because it sounds like this is something that has to be locked in for the rest of the season. So if they're willing yeah. to do that, like... It's well, I don't think it's the rest of the season. I think the minute he changes it, Taysom Hill's done as a tight end. So, like, for right. example... That's so cheap to me. He, he, but, but again, like, what happens if, they, if the Steelers game, you say in Roethlisberger's quarterback... I, I just, mean, I get that, but I really think that we need to be painting in with broader strokes here and coming up with guidelines. Because, okay, maybe that wouldn't benefit this particular fantasy manager, but I just think it's, it's this simple. If, I, if I'm the commissioner and a platform said, this player is no longer eligible at tight end... There is no chance I'm letting you play that player at tight end. It's just, I'm just not letting it happen. It's no way. I agree. I agree 100%. And and it's all, you know what it is, Jamie? It's like, uh, it would be like me keeping Debo Samuel in my IR spot because CBS allows it. Technically, they don't really allow it, but it's like a loophole. You can do it. And um, yeah, I, uh, I don't, I just don't, I just don't like it. That's fine. I, I mean, if the, if that's something the commissioner wants to decide and everybody's uh, on board with it except for this guy, then this guy's going to have to deal with it. Yeah. But I do think, though, that if it, – it's, it's, it's just it, – it's a, it's a tough scenario because these things weren't decided ahead of time and, and ESPN listed him as a tight end from the start of the season. So he could have been playing Taysom Mills as a tight end all along. Let's say he was more productive, right, as opposed to what he was when Drew Brees was there. You know, are you going to penalize the, the guy for – if he had used him all season long? Well, we got more on this, so let's go to um, our next one, which is from Brandon. Uh, wh- what up, y'all? Thank you for solving a previous scenario in mid-September on the Fantasy Cops. Your rule kept the league intact, and nobody quit. All right, cool. Well, uh, let me ask you guys th- this question, because I'm yeah. curious. Obviously, it relates to fantasy baseball. With Otani, what happened if you know he was ruled DH or pitcher, and you guys only locked him in in one spot? Was there any... any- option to change. I guess not locked him in the one spot. Was there flexibility to use him as DH and pitcher? So, I know that on CBS, he's one player and he has both eligibilities. Um, so, I don't... I don't know how it would work. Technically, Like, what happens if you use him as your utility and... and yeah, I don't know. I just, because, like, I, the, only thing, the only football example we have right now is, is Patterson. Right, who's, who's wide receiver and running back right. eligible, mm-hmm. and I mean you, you could obviously shuffle him back and forth, but that's you know a league decision. 
I wonder if commissioners would say you got to leave him in one spot. What would be the result of it? Yeah, but um, but he wasn't stripped of his eligibility. If CBS said he's no longer wide receiver eligible, then you wouldn't let somebody start him as a wide receiver. Uh, no, you're right. All right, from Brandon. So Brandon says, when Breeze got injured, I, the commissioner, paid 75% of my fab, which was $12 out of 20, for Taysom Hill, then a tight end. I checked the position designation rule for our platform before he was named the starter at quarterback. And I believe he sent me a screenshot. I believe it said that he will... I'll, I'll, check, I'll double check. Actually, this is really important. Um, obviously, that format took Taysom's tight end eligibility away. Oh, the, the screenshot said that players cannot lose eligibility at a position. They can only gain eligibility. Obviously, that format took Taysom's tight end eligibility away and changed him to quarterback only, which was a contradiction to their own rules. So I took him out of the flex spot because it is a one QB league and QBs are not considered a flex. Also, it was the right thing to do, even though I could have kept him there and not made any roster moves. Since I checked the eligibility ruling before I paid 75% of my fab and the rule states that our fantasy platform cannot take away any designation but can only add to the designation... I feel I should be able to drop Taysom Hill and get my fab back since I checked the designation ruling before I paid a majority of my fab. The league does not agree. Members of my league want to fight me when I come home. Help us, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's a tough one. I I think it's crystal clear. Again, what would you do, Frank? That's a good find, though. I mean, the fact that Wherever, whatever site this is, he found that beforehand that a player would not be stripped of his eligibility. I, I think this fantasy manager has a good case for getting his fab back. It's a terrific case. Yeah. It, it's a or, close or case. Or being allowed to use Taysom Hill, right? Still? No, no. I mean, well, yeah, that's the other part of it. I, I just don't think you can because it's just, it's like too, it's just crazy, man. Like that was a, I don't know, that's kind of a messed up situation. But I would give him his fab back. I would absolutely let him drop Taysom Hill and give him the fab back. I tend to agree. Yeah, Frank. <laughs> All right. The fantasy cops agree. This is from Austin. Stop me if you heard this one before. A guy in my league dropped the remainder of his fab on Taysom Hill last week under the assumption that ESPN would leave him a tight end all season. Uh, he also dropped Hunter Henry in the process, who was his only tight oh, end at the time. God. <laughs> and now Taysom, and now Hunter Henry is no longer available. I'm trying to figure out how I can make this right for the manager that did this because I do think he got screwed in this situation, but I don't see a good way to fix it. I offered to refund the fab he spent on Hill, but Henry isn't available anymore and tight end is obviously thin. What do you guys think? And it's super messed up to the manager who you take Hunter Henry away from. You can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that. I mean, this is this is the problem. You're stuck. Yeah, it's really, it really You're stinks. Stuck. Did, he, did he play Taysom Hill last week? I'm assuming he did. Did he win as a result of it? I don't know. Probably. Probably. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you, you ran that risk. What happened to well, Taysom Hill? You, you didn't run that risk. Like, that's not fair. What happened was totally unpredictable. I mean, yeah. what happens if he got hurt? Yeah, then then you ran that risk. <laughs> you're out the fab, you're out Hunter Henry, and you got to move on. I would give him the fab back. I don't Why? Because I, I feel bad for people who spent a ton of fab on Taysom Hill thinking he was going to be tight end eligible, eligible, and then as Jamie would say, 
loses the tight end eligibility. <laughs> I mean, I, it sucks. It really sucks. But you know, this is this is the problem. I mean, you, you, it, it's it's a bad situation, but you got screwed. You're out the fab bids. You're out the fab points, and you're out Hunter Henry. I'm sorry. I think it's a happy medium to not give this fantasy manager Hunter Henry back, but give him his fab right. Back. That's what I would do. Obviously, you have to drop Taysom Hill. Yes. Man, Frank and I are kicking Jamie off the force. We are teaming up. Yeah. I love it. Okay, uh, that's going to do it for the fantasy cops. I'm sorry. Yeah, let me see if I can do this one really quickly here. All right, I'm going to do this one quickly. Uh, I'll do There we go. 12-team half PPR in Sporting Stakes League. 18 roster spots, 2 IR spots. Fantasy manager in 11th place, officially eliminated. Dropped Austin Eckler on, on Tuesday. On November 24th. And Eckler, 92% rostered at the time. There were multiple reports already that he's nearing a return, and this person decides to drop Austin Eckler. An hour later, a sleeper alert comes in that he's set to be activated off IR, which doesn't really matter to me because we knew that he was coming back soon anyway. Um, in addition, the manager has no not anyone currently placed on IR, but he has Willie Sneed, he has David Moore. He could have dropped them instead of Austin Eckler. And it's an experienced player as well. Um, let's see. The commissioner, okay, the first place team, 10 and 1, has the number one waiver wire priority and picked up Austin Eckler. The commissioner says he can't reverse someone's transaction just because it was dumb. Not only is this egregious and enough to me, but on top of that, teams are supposed to be locked from making moves and we've uh, when they're eliminated. And we've abided by this in past years. And the commission said we will enforce that after this week. So is this bad enough or unfair alone that um, the commission should reverse the transaction? If not, should he enforce that eliminated teams are locked from making moves and reverse because of that? Um, what do you guys think? Should should the first place team be able to keep Austin Eckler or should it be reversed? No, no way. But eliminated team. The thing that gets me is that eliminated teams are supposed to have their rosters locked. Yeah, so that person wouldn't have been allowed to drop Eckler anyway. So you're saying the you're saying what? Eckler's got to go back on that guy's team. Oh, yeah. okay. Eckler should go back to the. Whoever's in whatever eleventh place, yeah. Yes, if, the, if your policy is no transactions for teams that are eliminated, he goes back to that team. That's the easiest thing. Is that yeah. the only reason why? It's not just because the first place team ended up with Austin Eckler because of a really bad ad drop. If your policy is no transactions, no, I get for teams that. But but let, but let me just say that they hear this and they go, okay, well that is the policy, but it's supposed to kick in next week or something. Let's take that out of the equation. Let's say that wasn't part of it. Would you reverse this transaction and make the eleventh place team keep Eckler just for competitive balance purposes? Um, I guess so. You would. Yeah, I mean, if 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 he's allowed to drop him because the policy doesn't kick in until next week. Yeah, that's then what I'm saying. If he's allowed to drop him, if it's not because of the policy, the, the commissioner is 100 percent right. You cannot fault stupidity. Okay, so you would. Okay, so you wouldn't reverse it based on stupidity. You would only reverse it based on the policy. The only thing that you could reverse this, and I think get away with reversing it, is if you knew that first place team had said to last place team, "Hey, I'm first on waivers. Drop Austin Eckler, and I'll do right. whatever for you." Right, but wait. Let me just get the clear answer here. That it's collusion, that would be collusion. Yep. Lineup policy that eliminated teams can't make ad drops. Yep. Those are two ways that you would definitely reverse it. However, if those were not the cases and this was just a dumb ad drop, you would keep it or you would reverse it. I guess you'd have to ask the 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 schmuck who dropped him. 
<laughs> Why did you drop Austin Eckler? Like, what's the what's the point? Right. Well, they they included in the email that this is an experienced player, right? But it. I mean, it still doesn't make sense as to why that person would drop Eckler over someone like David Moore or Willie Sneed. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. I think you gotta you gotta figure out what's what get to the bottom of that, and hopefully you can just use the roster thing, the locked roster uh, rule, and reverse that. All right, thanks a lot for your questions. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we got your emails: fantasyfootball@cbsi.com. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Fantasy Football at CBSI.com. Your first email is from Reed. Should I trade Antonio Gibson for Christian McCaffrey? I have Jonathan Taylor, James Robinson, Duke Johnson, and one of the Pirines. Uh, should I trade Gibson for McCaffrey? Whew, man. Uh, so Gibson gets the Steelers next week, and McCaffrey is out. So week 14 on, who's better? I take McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Yeah, I agree. I would only make this deal if you either have a playoff spot locked up or are close to it. Yeah. Uh, do you feel um, very confident, pretty confident that McCaffrey's going to play next week or two weeks? The fact that he got in some limited practice in week 12, I think is a very good sign. This is from J.R. Elliott. Receive Keenan Allen and DeAndre Swift. Give up Tyler Lockett and Mark Andrews. Yup. Yeah, I like that quite a thousand percent. Yeah, just hopefully Swift can get out of the protocol. But yup. Starter sit questions here. Uh, Oh, longtime listener, first time contacting us. How about that? Week twelve, Taysom Hill is projected for more points than Tom Brady. Yet Tom Brady is ranked higher than Taysom Hill. What to do? Six point per passing touchdown leagues from Sam. Yeah, six point passing touchdowns. I'm going with Tom Brady. I am also, just to, I guess, give some clarity, we don't provide those projections, myself, Dave, and Heath. That is done by Sportsline. So it's a basically a forced version of rankings. Just take the word projections out of it. So if you want to trust Sportsline, go ahead. They're great. If you want to trust any of the three of us, go ahead. But it's just a matter of just another opinion that you can lean on. You don't want to trust me. If your rankings were on display, I would say trust you. Same with Frank. But, you know, 
Mm, um, we don't want Franks, that. I think, are on Fancy Pros, right? Yep. Yeah, so you can check out Franks. But Adam likes to keep his private. They're <laughs> in, a, in a safe behind the Simpsons picture. Behind yeah, him. yeah. That is, that's right. This is a fake wall. He writes them out. He puts them in the safe. <laughs> and then he shows them to his son every Sunday. Yeah, there you go. Look and how he, good I did. No, I let him do the rankings. He just kind of pushes things up and down. I should probably do that with my kids from time to time. <laughs> um, listen to Fantasy Football Today in 5, by the way. Speaking of sports line, we have Jacob Gibbs coming on on the Saturday edition. He's got his special player props episode. Utilize his key stats, dominate your matchups this week, and win some money on player props. Um, okay, how about from Austin? Michael Pittman or Nelson Aguilar? Uh, Pittman for me, but it's close. Yeah, I think both are pretty interesting. Just it's hard to trust any Raiders wide receiver, but I guess if you had to trust one, it would be Aguilar. Uh, but I like Pittman. Aguilar is doing everything we hoped Henry Ruggs would do. Big plays, involved, Derek Carr's go-to guy. I know. He's the only receiver that gets like any looks. Yeah. It's just they you so much of their offense goes through Darren Waller. Mm. Okay, uh, this is from Just Kidding Dobbins. I don't know how to pronounce this author's name, and I'm very embarrassed by that. But dear Rowling, Simmons, Dobbins, and LOL. Did I say that right? Is it Rowling? Rowling? I think it's Rowling. Yeah. Simmons, Do- those are all JKs. Mm-hmm. JK Simmons, I had to look up, but I know him. He's that actor. Good one. He's in Whiplash. And he's in, he's in a lot of stuff. those insurance commercials. Yes. Yeah. Bum, Great Nas. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, I'm hanging by a thread in PPR. Five and six. I, I played against Ezekiel Elliott, but also Will Fuller, Antonio Gibson, and the Washington DST. I am down 91.6 to nothing. So <laughs> I'm starting. He's got a good team, though. He's got a chance here. Yeah. Josh Allen, Miles Sanders, Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, Darren Waller. I like it. Who is the highest upside flex? Uh, hold on one second. I have to get a sound effect queued up here. Who is the highest upside flex? Is it Kenyon Drake, Devontae Parker, DJ Moore, Raheem Mostert, or Wayne Gallman? There's a scenario unfolding here where Devontae Parker might be the best guy by far if Ryan Fitzpatrick plays. Yeah, Moore always has a ton of upside. That's the good thing. I would say Moore right now. But if you tell me Fitzpatrick is starting for the Dolphins against the Jets, give me Devontae Parker as a top 10 wide receiver this week. Whoa, okay. That is, I think, fair. This is from Gus. Dear Greg, Steve, John, Tom, and Kent. Those are Maeda's. Kent Kent Maeda. Greg, Steve, (laughs) Greg, Steve, John, Tom, and Kent. Very quarterbacky to me. All right. Uh, I got super lucky in a PPR bonus league. Bonus point for 40-yard play. I had Watson and Fuller. So let's help him set his lineup. Two running backs. James Robinson, Geo, Gus Edwards. Dollman. Jonathan Taylor. Pick two of them. Robinson, Geo, Gus Edwards, Gallman, and Taylor. I like Robinson and Gallman. Okay. I was going to say Robinson and Taylor, but Gallman and Taylor are very close to me, so I'll make it easy. Just say Gallman. Okay. I got to get some more sound effects. Uh, and then pick three flexes. 
the running who did you say at running back? Gallman and Robinson. Yep. Okay. Geo Edwards, Jonathan Taylor, Julio Jones, Allen Robinson, Kirk Cousins, Christian Kirk, Sterling Shepard, and T. Higgins. Pick three of them. Julio, if he plays, is easy. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of names there. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Julio Jones, Geo Edwards, Jonathan Taylor, Allen Robinson, Christian Kirk, Sterling Shepard, T. Higgins. I'll go Julio Taylor Robinson, and if Julio doesn't play, I would replace him with Gio. I would replace him with Gus. I have Gio a little bit lower just because he hasn't been great, he hasn't been efficient, and I just don't know what to expect out of that offense. So you know what, I'm with you. Go with Gus, but I just every time I hear Gus's name at this point, I'm getting hesitant just because of the game. Yeah, hop off uh, by the, the bus, way, I think, Gus. I think there was another positive test for the Ravens today. Oh boy. Okay, uh, from Paul, pick two wide receivers, PPR. DJ Moore, Jacoby Myers, Jameson Crowder, Juju Smith-Schuster, Nelson Aguilar. Moore, Myers, Crowder, Juju Aguilar. I think Moore is the easy one. Yep. Again, hesitant Steelers, but Juju still. Yeah. I want to be more excited about Crowder now that Darnold is back. Darnold loves Jameson Crowder. But I'll go yeah. with Juju. It's a little bit of a Crowder receiving room, though, right? <laughs> it's true. And Mims is playing well. Yeah, thanks. Um, from Mims the word on Crowder. Pick one tight end, by the way, also from Paul. Noah Fant, Dallas Goddard, or Zach Ertz? Noah, thank you. <laughs> uh, I'll still go Ertz over Goddard. They've made a good point for Goddard that he's you know locked in right now, but... I still think Ertz comes back. That's kind of like Superman returning for the Eagles offense at this point. Yeah, I mean, Goddard was out playing Ertz. Something was off with Ertz earlier this season. He just wasn't on the same page with Wentz. I know they had like the trade discussions with him. Uh, I'll use Goddard, though. Greg, Steve, John, Tom, and Kent. Are they Braves pitchers? Maddox? It was Kent. I don't know. Oh, Maeda, but he's not on the Braves. I th- <laughs> Twins pitchers, come on. Yeah, I don't think so. Are they? I have no idea. Yeah. Okay, uh, from Patrick. Dear Jim, Josh, Doug, and Drew. Those are quarterbacks. They have to be. Start two of these four running backs. 0.75 PPR. Weird. Two of four. Mike Davis, Kenyon Drake, Gus Edwards, Austin Eckler. Davis and Eckler, if he plays... And Gus, if Eckler doesn't. Yeah, I think Gus and Drake are pretty close as well. Um, but, yeah, let's go with that. The thing with Drake is, is last week's the start of something or a fluke with the five targets and four catches? If he's doing that, then he's going to be great. If he's not doing that, he's got to score. It definitely helps, but it's not a bad matchup. You could run on the Patriots. Not lately, though. Uh, the last three weeks. There's no reason, I think, to believe that it, those catches were the start of something. He has to do it again. You know, right, right now well, you got to look at it as a fluke. The point, the, the thing that could help him is if Kyler's shoulder is a problem. Yeah. And last week he was hesitant to run. You know, those things would benefit Drake. But if Kyler's Kyler, that's probably why he's, you know, not being involved in the passing game. 
By the way, Jim, Josh, Doug, and Drew. These might be Bill's quarterbacks. I can't think of a Doug. Who's a Doug? No. Uh, Yeah. Well, anyway. You all can think about it at home. Last one. Doug Flutie. Oh, there it is. There you go. From Jason. Dear Bill, Jim, and Tom. Bill, Jim, and Tom. These are, and the answer was provided for us, Giants head coaches who appeared in a Super Bowl. These are getting really tough, people. Hmm. I don't even think I would have gotten that. Sit one, half PPR. DK Metcalf. Cooper Cup. Stefan Diggs. Nope. DJ Moore. Brandon Cooks. Well, let's say you started Cooks. Who would you sit? Metcalf, Cup, Diggs, or Moore? Moore. Yep. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> That's great. Adam sneezes again. The longest laugh track. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. I'm going to play you out with the fantasy cops music since we did a whole lot of fantasy copping today. Hopefully, oh, that sounded weird. Hopefully, um, you got your Taysom Hill questions <laughs> answered. Sleazy strikes again. Yes. Thanks Correct. for listening, everybody. We will talk to you on Sunday night. And there could be a bonus pod coming as we get more news on the Ravens-Steelers game. Hope you have a great weekend and hope you have a lot of fantasy success on Sunday. See ya.